recording to get the audio. Okay, and we are <coughs> live. Hello, everyone. Coronavirus is making everyone lose their minds. Welcome to the only show with apparently any sense of reason, logic, and reasonable responses to things. Yep. Hi, it's Laura and Tony. And today we are talking about the coronavirus and why you should not panic. Maybe I should have done that don't panic with Marvin the manically depressed robot or something like I did for another thing for this for the thumbnail on this one today because we're talking about telling you not to panic. And really you shouldn't panic because the coronavirus is essentially a really bad cold. Unless Though, people have said there's been at least one death from it. And there's been at least one death from the common cold. Anyone with uh, health problems or a history of health problems, probably going to die. If you're very old, very young, something like that. You know, kind of like the how the flu works. Yeah. But if you are a average aged person or normal aged person and not an infant, not super elderly in decent health you're probably just not going to feel good for a few days then you'll get over it uh my friend isabella uh put on facebook a meme um it says everyone freaking out coronavirus me just standing here having lived through west nile flu flu b all the other stuff that we've lived through <laughs> it's like I lived through, um, what was that thing that was, like, semi-recent within ten years? Ebola? Swine. Ebola and swine flu, we lived through those, too. Yeah, but is this, like, spreading more than those things? I feel like it is. It is, but here's the thing. Lysol kills it on surfaces. It's been around for a long time. This version just happens to spread easier. Hmm. So, essentially, you could have gotten it, and some people are probably going to get it, fight it off before they even get symptoms, and never know they ever had it. See, people that are freaking out about it, like, this one, it kind of segues into, so I have this these coworkers, <clears throat> and one of them is um, African-American. And you'll, like, understand why I say that once I go on. Well, basically, this other lady was, like, coughing, had to blow her nose. She said, oh, it's, like, probably allergies, or I don't know, maybe I do have the cold. And this other lady, who was African-American, completely went, like, ghetto mom on her. Started, like, yelling and screaming at her, said shit, like... Um, you know, that's disgusting. I can't believe that you, like, run up in here with that and stuff like that. Like, why didn't you stay home and blah, blah, blah. Because I'm saying it in a much nicer a way than she said it. But, like, these people were, like, completely, like, hashing it out. and I mean, not hashing it out. Um, banging heads about it. And, like, not in a respectful way whatsoever. I actually thought they were going to get into a fight about it. Oh, that would but... have been fun to watch. Oh, it would have been. And I was really tempted to, like, write something about it in Retail Worker Confessions. But I decided not to. Well, like, to me, I don't really understand why she was getting so pressed that this other girl was, like, having to blow her nose. Like... Most of the people at my work are probably to an extent sick, but I doubt that they have corona, or if they do, like, I don't know, but the point is, like, it's paranoia. to be, yeah, to be mad about something like that, I mean, I'm not gonna, like, start spraying Lysol around, like, all my coworkers or something. Now, um, some people think this is a... This is an out there thing, but I I actually think that uh, this coronavirus it was made up by the Chinese government to get every to get people's attention off of the whole Hong Kong thing. Because what was right that when it was convenient, huh? What was that with him? What with them wanting to with them taking 
uh, being put in charge of Hong Kong and wanting to impose all the totalitarian dictatorship, social network system, censorship, and all that stuff on Hong Kong. And people not wanting to I did not know any of that. Yeah, the whole world was kind of getting on them about them wanting to allow the human rights violations in Hong Kong and take away all Hong Kong's sovereignty and all, all the stuff that made them a good place to live. Oh, wow. And right when that was happening, here comes Corona, and now everyone's talking about coronavirus. So 57 people in the U.S. have it. One died. Confirmed. Right. There's 330 million people in the U.S. What are the chances that that person probably had health issues? I would probably have to look that up to be sure. And here's the thing. If you're going in for treatment in China and they don't like you, like some of these doctors that died from it, the Chinese government might have uh, made it to where some of your treatment is what killed you. Hmm. You know, because it's China. They've been known to do that sort of shit. Because, you know, China. But, on the other hand, the news is using it for ratings. Because nothing else is really going on right now. Like, they lost the, they lost in the whole impeachment thing, and then here comes coronavirus. Right. And now they're trying to blame it on... It's spread on Pence and whoever was on the um, response to it because they aren't making us all be quarantined immediately and put our lives on hold because we might get sick from 57 people in the U.S. having a virus. Government bad. They aren't doing enough. Now, I'm not going to necessarily defend the people and whatnot and their responses to it. I still think we should take some some normal precautions, but if you look into it, the masks don't help, just wash your hands, and actually, I hate to say it, people, but just because you don't wash your hands all the time, doesn't mean you go and make yourself and everybody else sick. Actually, washing your hands 20, 30 times a day, every single time you use the restroom and stuff, if you didn't actually even get anything on your hands, you're overwashing your hands. Your immune system will get weak. You actually should be washing your hands every time. My hands, um, like, Three times when I was at work today. Yeah, I mean, I'll wash my hands when I need, when I got something on them. Or when I'm doing something really dirty. But you know what? I like to think... <laughs> Not like that, Laura. Well, the thing is, guys have it easy. Like, girls, we, we have to wash our hands. That's just kind of how it is. Who said that? The way that people go to the bathroom. Ah, oh yeah. Like, we do have to wash our hands every time. Well, yeah, for gals, but even then, you don't necessarily have to. But, here's the thing. You know George Carlin? You know the comedian George Carlin, right? No. Oh, he was hilarious. He once said he had a strong immune system. Why? Because we were kids, we swam in raw sewage. Oh, wow. He didn't actually swim in raw sewage, but the point was people overwashing their hands, over, over-showering, over-cleaning, all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, good hy- there was good hygiene, and then there was overboard hygiene, which it seems like everyone at work that I work with, everyone that I know, is thinking, like the other day, uh, my friend at work told me, because I don't care about my hair, that when I go to work, it's about how I look. It's like, I work in a factory. You right? Well, I need to cut it again. Okay. But it's like, I work in a factory. I don't deal with customers. I don't deal with the public. Who gives a fuck what I look like at work? Right. If I was dealing with the public, like working in service industry still and whatnot, you know, make sure I'm shaving, look good, you know, to represent the company because I'm representing the company to the public. Yeah, sure thing. But you work in a factory in the back end where you don't interact with the general public or the customers. So why should it matter? I work at an office, and this one person was, like, saying, didn't you wear those leggings yesterday? And I'm like, well, I work in a freaking office. I don't see the people I'm talking to. And honestly, I'm sitting in the same goddamn chair day in and day out. The clothes are not getting that dirty, to be honest. Oh, yeah. 
And here's the other thing. I don't necessarily shower every day. I try to sw shower every other day. Sometimes it's every three days. I mean, a couple of times I forgot for like a week, but then, and yeah, that's pushing it. But here's the thing. If you shower every single day, it's actually bad for your skin because you kill all the oils on your skin every time you shower. And actually, you actually stink worse when you forget to take a shower because your body is always in overdrive to rebuild all your bacteria on your skin that are the good bacteria. And when they're Did you mean shower away, every day? Because you said the opposite, actually. I meant to not shower every day. Yeah. If you shower every day and then you forget... You'll actually stink more because your good bacteria and the bad bacteria are trying to grow in overdrive to replenish themselves all the time. Because, see, I shower either every other day or every three days. Because as a girl, you're wiping the oils that your hair actually needs to, you know, be healthy and shit. So, like, uh, that's girls... That's more of a don't wash your hair every day. Well, yeah. But, like, Still, yeah. the only time that I consistently showered every day was when I was at McDonald's, when I smelled, like, french fries and burgers and stuff. However, at a point, no matter how much you shower, the smell doesn't come out. Yeah. I learned that when I had my um, roommate who lived with a bunch of weed smokers, and that smell didn't come out either. Yeah, but it's like... People clean themselves too much. And it's actually making them more susceptible to this virus. Because uh, when I was a kid, actually cleaning your house too much is also bad. Because when I was a kid, my grandma's hairdresser told me this story. Because I used to go when I was here for visits, when I still lived up in Michigan, to get my hair cut at the hairdresser. She told me the story of this gal who had, uh, who she went in and... She found out that the gal had lice. Oh, wow. And then the mom said, how did that happen? It's, our house is clean. Then she had to tell him that lice actually love super clean homes. So if you're always vacuuming, keeping everything clean, you're actually more likely to get lice than if it's dirty. Lice actually like it when it's clean. Hmm. So it's one of those, it's one of those weird things. I mean, you don't want to have live in filth because that could also attract them. But you want to live with a little bit of dirt. Tiny bit of clutter. Not, you know, not overwhelming, but, you know, lived in. But you don't want to put yourself in a sterile environment. It weakens the immune system and attracts all sorts of things once you get out there. The only time you should be in a sterile environment is when you're immunocompromised, where you don't have an immune system to begin with, or you're going into surgery, or you're post-op and you want to prevent infection. But beyond that, you should be exposed to germs. Do you know what? Right. Do you know why little kids pick their nose and eat their boogers and stuff like that, or swallow all that stuff? Their body is having it's a it's them ingesting stuff to expose their immune system. I, mean, I thought they were just stupid and wanted to do that. No, it's a nature thing. Mm -hmm. And stuff. I mean, it's still disgusting to us, but it's a nature's process. It's them getting the... Because all that stuff, all those bacteria and stuff are stuck in the nose. You know, you eat, they eat them and whatnot. I mean, it's still disgusting. I'm not going to say it's good. There's still better ways of doing stuff. Like, do you know how vaccines work? I don't think I ever got vaccinated, or if I did, I was too young to remember. Well, vaccines work like this. They take a little bit of the virus, or a similar virus, and put it in your, assist in your body so your body can learn to fight it. However, the flu, vi flu vaccine has actually killed 10,000 people this year. The flu vaccine? Yep. Some people have bad reactions to flu vaccine. Or they already had the flu or whatnot. Or they got or the or the vaccine was wrong and you still get the flu. Essentially, mm. unless you're really gonna die of getting the flu, you shouldn't get the flu vaccine. Really? You don't need it. Most time you How come die with Okay. Flu. I don't understand the whole like everyone is um like, saying, you're a bad parent if you don't vaccinate your kids. Or, like, are they talking about that, or are they talking about all around? 
Uh, I think they're talking about all around. I'd say do not give your kids chicken pox vaccine or the flu vaccine. You know, things that you like chicken pox. A lot of people are getting the, um, a lot of people are getting, uh, shingles because their kids or whatnot never got the chicken pox when they were younger. And now they're getting the viruses going around. It's causing shingles because they got to be on all these vaccines. Shingles is related to chicken pox. It's the, it's what it turns into and it stays dormant in your system till it activates later in life. Wait, is shingles like those, like round circles that end up all over your body. Yeah, and they're very painful. Oh, round circles? That's ringworm. But oh, like that. Yeah. Like in one area. They're like chicken pox, but they're extremely painful instead of itchy. Because I think with ringworm, you have to take like antibiotics or something. No, for those that. you have to take antiparasitics. Because ringworm is a parasite. Oh, right. But um, but what I was saying was, like, I, I'm behind giving kids the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, the whooping cough vaccine, stuff like that, you know, everything else. I mean, shit, I'd even give people polio vaccine if polio was coming back. But here's the thing. Vaccines on the whole are a good idea. They've become better. They don't have all the stuff they used to have in them. But remember, when people think vaccines are disgusting, remember, people used to whiten their teeth and wash their clothes with morning urine. I mean, people used to drink beer instead of water because supposedly it was cleaner. It was because the alcohol killed all the bacteria, but it was a lot weaker. It wasn't You weren't going to really get drunk off it. You were going to have to drink a lot of it to get drunk. Like their wine was not very strong wine. It was very weak, but it was better than nothing, and they couldn't really drink water. Like, people mm. on ships would drink a lot of rum, because the water, if they kept water in the barrels, it would turn, it would get algae in it and everything else and be bad pretty quick. Right. So they took rum with them on long sea voyages, because it was safe to drink. And they would actually mix some of it with the water that they had before it went bad, so they would mix enough to kill the bacteria, but not, but still have water. So yeah, but you see, until you understand how it works, things seem more disgusting than they actually are because we have the visceral reaction without taking reasonable logic into it. Like my mom didn't like one vaccine because it had monkey kidney tissue in it. Okay, here's yeah. the thing: it doesn't use that anymore. For one. And for two, what if the vaccine had something from a cow? We eat cow. Right. What if uh, bovine heart material was used in a vaccine? Is that now disgusting? I mean, we eat the meat of it. We eat bugs, and a lot of people like to think we don't. Yeah. So really... Saying I don't want to put this in me because it's disgusting is wrong. Because guess what? You may think it's disgusting, but it might be harmless. You just don't like it. Now, I do understand when they used to, they do not put this in vaccines anymore, but when they used to put formaldehyde in some of the vaccines, people say because they put that in dead people to preserve bodies, you shouldn't put that in your body. And it's carcinogen and all that. And I do like agree with that one if someone's putting formaldehyde in the vaccine i'd rather not put it into my body but they don't put it in vaccines anymore as the preservatives because mm. they found better stuff it's called science it advances a lot of the stuff right. people say are in vaccines aren't in them anymore they took them out they found better ones better stuff to use why because people were opposed to this stuff being in the vaccines and it wasn't all that good for you but here's the thing despite all that I do think that our general I do think that the vaccination craze of us all getting vaccinated as children is kind of made to where everyone thinks that something has to have a vaccine because there's no vaccine we must all be scared of it guess what 
the human body is actually very good at fighting off viruses. Okay? There's only a uh, handful I of viruses. I feel like it depends. Well, it depends on the person, yes, because of different immune systems. But only though we only make vaccines for the worst, vi worst viruses. The reason we need antibiotics so much is because our bodies suck at fighting bacterial infections. Our bodies are good at getting rid of viruses, not so much bacteria. Bacterial yeah. is far more lethal than viral. Because here's the thing, viral meningitis, you'll probably recover from. But bacterial meningitis is extremely contagious and will most likely kill you. So it's the diff there's a difference there. And like these people who've died from corona, they didn't die from corona, they died from a secondary bacterial infection. Right. From the viral pneumonia. So if your body can fight it off enough to keep it from turning into the viral pneumonia part of it, and you don't get that secondary infection, you'll recover. If you're immunocompromised, have other things wrong with you, or you happen to live in a totalitarian dict pseudo-dictatorship state that doesn't like you, you'll probably live. You know, like China and that one doctor who died because they didn't like him spreading word about this virus at the beginning. And then he got in and died from it. And he was a doctor. Presumably a healthy person. I have a feeling his care was not up to snuff. Hmm. But that's China for you. Because they're building these hospitals, but they're planning to tear them down as soon as the outbreak's done instead of leaving them up and improving the lives of their people. So they'll build these hospitals in a few days to contain a virus, and then they're going to wrecking ball the whole thing as soon as they're done using it. Huh. Communism. Gotta love it. But... In all, uh, in all reality, though, people are losing their minds. Every time you sneeze or cough or something, everyone looks on you like you have the coronavirus. Literally, that is exactly what happened. Even though they don't realize. They are, like, we are being torn as a nation over this coronavirus because as soon as people go to work with one little cough, people are down each other's throats. I'm like, y'all need to, like, cool it down. And also, it's making racism worse as well, because now everyone's like, oh, you're from China? Oh, you probably have coronavirus. You shouldn't be here. Yeah, um, let's see, 11 minutes ago, uh, what? I just looked, got, went on Wall Street Journal, uh, I can't read the full story without subscribing, dang it. But, anyway. What, it costs money? Yeah. Okay. But apparently, Maybe you're cheap. Yeah. I'm not subscribing to the Wall Street Journal just to read one article. Right. But, anyways, the thing is, one person died, and now everyone's losing their shit again. I mean, did you see the old the thing from the news back home? Uh, you're subscribed to the, uh, old news page from back home, aren't you? No, I'm not. Well, if you look on it, it says, um, it has a thing where it talked about the, oh, coronavirus spreads to over 60 countries. Um, coronavirus surges, surged in Italy and France, closed the... The Rural Museum on sudden day as the deadly outbreak that began sent fears right across Western Europe. The numbers of countries hit by the virus climbed past 60 and death toll worldwide has reached at least 3,000. Hmm. Okay, people. There are... Okay, I, I'm going to Google this so I can give people the actual numbers. Okay, there are 3,000 people. It's been about a four-month casualty rate. So, that's about a th less than a thousand a month. The world population is 7.7 .7 billion 
people as of last year. Hmm. 7.7 billion. 3,000 have died. Which is still sad. Yes. But, okay. A billion is a thousand million. Okay. If there were 3 billion people on Earth, that would mean 1% of that would be 300 million. A percent of that would be 3 million. A percent of that would be 300,000. One percent of that would be 3,000. So 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% of half the human population died. That's less than gun violence, heart attack, stroke, car accidents, the flu. I mean, it's sad. Any one person dying is sad. But you got to take the numbers of the total population of the planet into consideration and realize this thing is overblown. Right. Okay, actually, I just saw World Clock 7.8 billion people alive as of March 2020 on World Clock. Yep. Mm. Both the, births and deaths is a live count of world population estimated. But it's like, yeah. Or today, there's been like almost 150,000 deaths and 355,000 births. Today. Oh, wow. Or ten and ten, almost 10 million deaths this year, and almost 24 million births this year. So, uh, the yeah. So we're looking at 3,000 of over 9 million people that died. 3,000 died of Corona. 900,000 would be 10%. 3,000 would be 3%. So, 1% of 3% of the people was from coronavirus. I'm not that concerned. Hmm. I mean, it's yeah, sad. It's yeah. sad. Anytime anyone dies, it's a tragedy. You know, human life being sacred and all that stuff. And whatnot. I mean, we never want anyone to die. But to freak out that you are going to die just because less than 1.0001% of the population, well, actually, uh, of half the population has died from this, is uh, crazy. Because they don't say percentages. They just say... And I might get, like, you know... Oh, yeah, and it's... Be told... When it comes to, like, people dying, I... At least with, like, animals and shit, I don't mind it if, like, they're suffering and... Oh, yeah. It's a way to alleviate that. Okay. uh, If that makes sense. Okay, in in Italy, uh, there have been 1,576... It lasts twenty four in twenty four hours, and five more people had died. So thirty four out of fifteen hundred and seventy six people died in Italy. Hmm. Which still means that you have an overwhelming potential to survive. I'm just reading this. It said uh, seventy two people have it in the U.S. and one person died. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, 72 out of 330 million people. The chances of even being exposed are slim to none. Right. Unless you live in one of those areas, which is mostly the West Coast. So just don't visit Oregon, California, or or Washington. Which are states I want to stay out of anyways because they're turning into hell holes. But it said more than 87,000 worldwide have been infected. Hmm. So that means, okay, if I get my math right, probably, let's see, what is, well, let's bring up my calculator. So we're looking at 3,000, 3,000 of 87,000. We're looking at 3.4%. 
Oh, 3.5%. Yeah, no, 3... Well, 3.4, yeah. About 3.4% of those infected have died. And most of those infected and that have died have been in China. Hmm. So most of the people infected and most people dead are from China. I think I have a better chance of getting struck by lightning sitting here in my room than contracting and dying of this virus. Well, maybe contracting would be simpler to get them dying from. Well, yeah, because it apparently lives on surfaces, but then other people say it doesn't live on surfaces. The amount of actual information on this virus is so little. It's uh, kind of starting to be hard to get around. Although, it does look like we have put in some travel restrictions. Uh, and a bunch of protective masks are being produced and testing kits are being sent out. Hmm. Oh, more American deaths from the virus are possible. Well, yeah, if there's someone who is going to die of it and caught it, yeah. I never understood that. Why do we have to call them American deaths? How about we just call them deaths? Do they suddenly become more important because they're from America? They're all people. Alright. Oh, they found some in Rhode Island. Hmm. Came here from Italy. So, how did Corona get here? Huh? How did Corona get here? Uh, mostly on the West Coast. Oh, just like people traveling and shit? Well, it has a two-week incubation period, so all you needed was a guy from China who had it to be on a boat and expose the people at the dock. Or mm, someone who had yeah. traveled back and forth for business in China. Now, I do understand the travel restrictions to countries who have the coronavirus been, you know, confirmed and whatnot. But here's the thing. We had the whole Ebola scale. We had the West Nile scale. We had the swine flu scale. I think the swine flu killed more pe killed a bunch of people, too. Well, you don't get annoyed yeah. because you get the swine flu. People still get it. It's not going to go away. Right, I think swine flu is easier to treat now, though. Well, yeah, they. I think they even have a vaccine for it. And because I know before when it first started, everyone was freaking about like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna die!" Except most people that got it just got regular flu symptoms plus a rash. Yeah. And they got over it. I don't know what was going around, like, a couple of years ago, but I don't know if it was just, like, what had happened, but this is when I, when um, we were in Michigan. I don't know if you were there or not, but me and, like, almost all of our hometown seemed to get the stomach flu and were, like, throwing up and shit. I don't know if that was just, like, our area that all just decided about, to get deathly sick, or what happens? That wouldn't have been about 16 years ago, would it? No, like, we got the stomach... I got the stomach flu when I was dating Nick. Oh, well, that must have been you, because I remember last time I got anything like the flu, I was 11. And... But it was, like, me that got it, uh, my parents got it, he got it. His coworkers got it. My coworkers got it. Like everyone had this really bad stomach flu. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's what I would be more worried about. If we really want to contain this thing, pass emergency legislation that requires workplaces to accept doctor's notes to excuse their workers from coming to work with and make it illegal for them to fire them for staying home when they're sick. Because without that law, and without paid 
sick leave by law, a lot of people, especially service industry people, are still going to go to work. And that's what's going to spread any pandemic beyond anyone else's imagination at any point if it's going to really get bad. It's going to spread through the service industry because people can't afford to stay home. Yeah. Especially restaurants. Guys, if you're really scared of viruses spreading, never go out to eat. I think Which people, people aren't going to stop doing, obviously. Yeah. Guys, guess what? Everyone in the back is probably sick with something, but they can't afford to go home. So they take enough, they take enough Benadryl, Sudafed, NyQuil, DayQuil, and anything they can to keep themselves from coughing and sneezing on your food while they work. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we both work there. Nick works in the service industry. So... You know it's true. As much as, like, people don't want to admit it, a lot of people, like, myself included, if we will go into work when we're not feeling, like, 100% healthy. Shit, I'll go into work when I feel like I'm dying. I can't afford to stay home. Exactly. So, yeah. Granted, a couple times I've done that, I've still had to go home, and they're still like, why the hell are you even here? Okay, there's certain times where, like, you can just look at someone and you're like, you need to, like, leave now. Well, here's the thing. I had a sinus infection once and everyone looked at me like, guys, sinus infections aren't contagious. They just make me feel like crap. It's like everyone looks at, even before coronavirus these days, everyone looks at you like you're going to make them sick. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they um pretty much uh they pretty much all panic. Everyone has become a germaphobe. Basically. Like, beyond ridiculous like, amount um, of When we were... So, I was on Retail Worker Confessions today, and a lot of people were saying, um, yeah, everyone's freaking out about this virus. Like, we're sold out of, like, all our hand sanitizer and shit like that. <laughs> Watch the person who sanitizes everything will be exposed and get it, and someone like me will be exposed and won't even have any symptoms ever. You see, I'm not worried. Granted, I do... Have you ever seen the movie Contagion? No. Well, it's pan, It's one of those pandemic movies, and then one of the characters is a doctor, and she goes in, knows it's airborne, but doesn't wear a mask, and you know she's going to get it, and she gets it and dies. Oh, wow. It's like, it's a doctor. Everyone else is wearing a mask, but she's there with no mask, no protective gear on. I'm like, Wow. This is stupid. I mean, it was a good movie and all, but thing is, everyone's seen all these movies, you know, where things spread, you know, like I Am Legend, the zombie virus, all these things. So everyone thinks every time there's a pen that is a going to be a pandemic, that a new virus shows up. Oh no, it's the end of civilization. Guess what, guys? New viruses show up all the time. Most of them infect and hurt this and get after this many people, and we never hear about it. This one just happened to be good for the press, which is why I don't watch the news. Because they're always trying to make you panic. Yep. So, yeah. Essentially, guys, don't panic. You're probably not going to catch it. And if you do, you're probably going to be fine. I mean, you're going to be sick as shit and may have to be hospitalized to keep you from dying of it. But you're probably going to survive. And most people aren't even going to have to be hospitalized. Yeah. And the first and most of the people the, and a shit ton of people have been released and declared to have been over it in China already. So actually that number of infected is decreasing. 
because people are get are being released, being declared virus free. So essentially, it's already burning itself out. I remember I watched one thing uh, after the apocalypse or something like that on the History Channel one time, and they said your average pandemic will burn itself out within ninety days. Has it been 90 days since it was announced? It was announced in December. Hmm. So we're getting there. Give it another month or two and it'll die down on its own. Because here's the thing. A worldwide pandemic like they're all fearing would already be everywhere. Right. If it was that contagious in that densely populated of an area with that much trade going through it, if it was that bad, that deadly, that contagious, everyone on Earth would have it by now. Yeah. And our society would I mean, it's not like collapse. the plague. People actually do still get the plague. Surprisingly enough. It's showing up mm. in China. And it's actually showing up in California, too. Something about the shitting in the streets and the dirty needles. That's what happens when you don't throw people in jail for breaking the law or being indecent. And don't tell people they can't be indecent because we want to be loving and inclusive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, California is a clusterfuck. Oh, wow. But the thing is, though, we know that we know the plague is uh, bacterial and it's treatable with penicillin or some other specialized antibiotic. It's painful. It sucks to have. But as long as they diagnose it soon enough, you'll live. So, you know, here's the thing, guys. There are more more viruses and other microbes on the planet Earth than there are stars in the sky, sands on the beaches of the planet. Okay? They are everywhere, on everything. Your cell phone's dirtier than your toilet seat. Don't be a germaphobe. All it does is make you freak out. It's part of life. You get sick. Sometimes you get better. Sometimes you die. Making a big that don't fuss sound good. <laughs> yeah, but making a big fuss out of it is just going to make you panic for the rest of your life. It's like going around all day afraid you're going to get struck by lightning. I mean, it happens. You know, so don't do stupid shit like go out in a thunderstorm. You know, yeah. with the with the with the metal golf club, but you're still not likely to get hit by lightning. <laughs> it's rare. In the grand scheme of things, it's rare, I should say, because people get struck every year by lightning. But, essentially, here's the thing. Do sensible precautions. If you see some people washing your washing their or if you see someone coughing and shit around you, just wash your hands real quick, even if you didn't think you needed to, especially if you contacted that person. If you're coughing and stuff, Wash your hands if you cough into your hands, but cough into your elbows so you don't dirty your hands so much. You know? Uh, don't take any plane trips to China. <laughs> Since it's the epicenter. You know, that sort of stuff. You know, reasonable precaution. You know what I mean? Yes. But to freak out and all this stuff saying we need to quarantine everyone and do this and do that. It's like, nope. It's not going to be that bad. And then here soon they'll come out with some vaccine and they'll say everyone's been vaccinated and then new cases won't be. And then they'll say vaccines are going good and whatnot and it all calm down and everything else. As soon as they figure out a vaccine. Or as soon as the numbers start to plummet. <laughs> Or they realize most people are living. No, the, the news has nothing else to write on. And the Democratic debates looked like a bunch of rabid dogs. Them arguing. They, they acted like they were in fucking kindergarten on stage that at the last debate. Before the primary. 
What is the thing where people were saying on the left, which I know the left and the right seem to not be able to agree on anything, but people were saying on the left that um, Trump was saying that, like, Corona don't exist or something? Like, where did that come from? Uh, he didn't, obviously, he didn't say that it didn't exist since, you know, he put someone in charge of a response to it. But he he did say uh, he was going to blame China for the whole thing for not taking action sooner. Well, how long did it take them? It's called they didn't want anyone to panic. So like any other place that is that is not a free has no freedom of the press or anything like that they covered up the fact that it was spreading tried to imprison anyone that said it was spreading including the doctor who died from it which is why i think they killed him because they didn't like him and then uh it spread instead of people being able to take reasonable precautions and preventing the spread and then next thing you know so many people have it they have to announce that it's a thing and they have to take action Wait one second, sorry. My headphones came out. Yeah. Essentially. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah, that's because China's China. Yeah. And shit, the. I think my life would have been worse if I had actually grown up in China. Oh yes. I don't know why everyone assumes that just because you're Chinese, you know the language. I mean, most people that, like, are in America who are Asian, like, grew up here. Well, yeah. And don't know the language. Like, I don't get why people don't understand that. I do believe most young Asian Americans are actually adopted due to the one-child policies in China. Right, most of us are adopted. There's very few people from China who have parents that are also Chinese. Like, a lot of us in America were adopted. The rest uh, are either here with, are either born of the immigrant parents from Japan South or South Korea. And, or are mixed, so that's why they're mixed. here as well. Or mixed, yes. Or they come with their parents from China to run Chinese restaurants. And their ones. And nail salons, yes. As uh, people like to joke. Yes, the Chinese run restaurants and nail salons, and the natives run all our casinos. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know they they call uh they call everyone all racist here in America, but we seem to let non-white people run a lot of our shit. Mm-hmm. I don't see the racism in that. Everyone's like saying, oh, well, the Mexicans are horrible and blah, blah, blah. We need that wall. But then as soon as, like, that holiday, what is it? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo happens. Everyone's like, I love tacos and margaritas. Now, I don't necessarily mind the idea of the whole wall thing. I mean, I don't think like the way they're going about it, you know, appropriating private land and whatnot. I think they really should just build an electric fence, you know, because, yeah, build a wall. Sure, uh, ladder and rope to defeat it. Electric fence, your ladder, as soon as you go to touch it, you're going to get fried through the ladder. Just build a big gas electric fence across the whole border, except for the entrances. That'll stop, that'll cut down illegal immigration real quick because guess but guess what illegal immigration is still going to happen by sneaking people across normal border checkpoints on busy days where the checking isn't as thorough in tunnels underground and through people overstaying their visas that seems to be a common thing the wall ain't going to stop shit most of the people who ha most of the experienced smugglers who smuggle people in drugs don't smuggle in broad daylight or above ground. Hey, really? Yeah, they use tunnels. Or they sneak it through checkpoints at proper ports of entry. I mean, if the Great Wall of China don't keep people out, then what makes them think that a wall that the U.S. made is going to? 
Well, the Great Wall of China was built to keep out the Mongols. But it didn't really work. No. I, uh... I found it very ignorant that, um, when I was at work today, a lot of the people were saying, Oh, there's a language barrier. All these people in Texas don't know what we're talking about because they're all immigrants and only know Spanish. And why are they living in Texas? They should be knowing our language. And I'm like, well, Texas is pretty damn close to Mexico. They probably just came here for work or something. Now, granted, if only so you can explain to the police or the ambulance worker in any emergency or the firefighter in any emergency what is going on, I do believe if you're going to go to live in a country, you should not only be desired to learn, but be required to learn the language. If only for an emergency situation. Well, I mean, I think that they're trying. I think yeah. that their English isn't the best. Oh, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you should, you know, you should still learn some of it. You know, that way you can communicate with a doctor if you break right. your leg. Because you need to say, Doctor, I broke my leg. But if you only know Spanish and your doctor don't know Spanish, you can try and tell him you broke your leg. He'll figure out you broke your leg, but neither you or him going to be able to talk about it. Right. He but I will tell you that you need to be put in a cast and get your consent to put you in the cast because you can't understand the consent form. But I do believe that those people that we had spoken to are at least attempting to learn the language. Oh, yeah. And besides, some of them might be acting like they don't know English just to fuck with you because you are a bunch of freaking telemarketers and uh, guys doing a bunch of surveys that they hate. Yeah. Everyone treats us like we're soliciting and asking them for money when we're not asking them for money. You're, you're, go you're polars. You're even worse than, you're worse than solicitors. So I wouldn't be surprised some of them are speaking Spanish just to fuck with you. <laughs> Maybe. Because seriously, you get a white guy that is super good at Spanish because he lives in Texas and, you know, lots of Mexicans there and knows how to do the accent and can make himself sound like an old Mexican woman <laughs> just to fuck with you. No habla inglés, senor! Or something like that. <laughs> just to fuck with you. I would not be surprised. People Maybe. have a lot of telemarketers. Uh, but I've been cursed out by a lot of people. You're the one who chose to work in a call center. Yes, that is true. But we don't really have any viewers, and it's getting close to the end of the show. So, uh... Is it? Yeah. Oh, that was quick. I feel like we didn't really talk that much. <laughs> yep. But anyways... Okay, well, well bye, guys. Bye. Have a good one. Well, that didn't go too badly. We didn't have any viewers? 